Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. to another JV's 12 in the morning rants. Um, good morning, evening, or afternoon whenever y'all decided to grace me with y'all's presence. Either way, I appreciate it. Um, a bit of an unexpected episode as far as like, you know, me wanting to talk about this specific topic and didn't exactly plan on it this happening, but, you know, I figured, shit, now now would probably be as good as any time to talk about this, um, so I have been playing at nauseam for the last few days, um, Batman, um, Arkham Knight, really, this thing, t- like, it's, Oh, wait, never mind. That's my Spotify. That makes sense. <laughs> oh, God, I'm dying. So, I think what I'm going to do, because I didn't really plan on this happening, because it was really up to me, I would have done the games in chronological order. Because, as you've seen with, like, my Godzilla... Um, series, as you've seen with my, um, Batman animated movie series, with the exception of one of the movies, I like to try to keep it in order, because, you know, first of all, it's easier to track them, and secondly, it's always kind of cool to see how, you know, from the start to where it would go, you know, I just like to see growth, or just how things change, whatever, I just, I'm into that kind of shit, but for one, the series is only four games strong, and I'm not counting all the handhelds, I'm just clearly, I'm just talking about the console games, and then, um, then we have the Gotham Knight, game that's supposed to be coming out, and I don't know if I want to, I don't know if I would even count that as a fifth game in the series, even though it might happen in the same universe, but, you know, it's not really about Batman, so it's like, does it really count, 
I mean, even the spinoff in the Arkham series was, well, it wasn't really a spinoff, it was just a prequel. So, like I said, it's only four games, so it's not like it's the hardest thing ever to try to keep a track on four games. Plus, I felt like I kind of went into this game organically, because, like I was mentioning, I'm doing a whole Batman animated movie um, marathon, and I kind of want to give myself a break from watching the movies for a bit, because, I don't know, I felt like it'd be a good break on things, because I feel like there's other things that I want to rant about, but, you know, next movie, next movie, so, Don't worry, I still got um Batman um The Dark Knight Returns coming up. It's just, you know, I would give the movies a little bit of a break. I'll jump on them pretty quick once I get started back up, you know. I'll keep it going cuz I don't know. I would like to think I'm like halfway through this. Let's see. Oh, really actually. Damn, I got quite a few. I have not seen a fuck ton of these movies. Because I watched The Dark Knight Returns before, both of them, a few times. But then after that, the next four movies, I've never seen. So this will be... This will be exciting. I'm going into four new Batman movies. And then um, I also have... I'll I'll be watching four new Batman movies... Up until I get to um, the Killing Joke, and um, that will be interesting to go into. But whatever the case, so I'm giving that a break, and of course, one day I just busted out Batman Telltale. I played a couple episodes in one day, even though I only wanted to play one, and I'm like. I was, it caught me so off guard on how much fun I was having with it that I ended up playing the second episode before I had to do other shit. Then the next day, I ended up playing um, the rest of it, because there's only five episodes, and I'm assuming there's only five episodes in the next one too. So I play all five of them within a couple days, and then... I worked a few days, got a couple days off, and I was, after I woke up that morning, I'm like, I kind of want to see where the, the game is going, or where the series is going, but I was super tired, and the nature of Telltale games, not just the Batman ones, but all the Telltale games, it's, you know, very character, you know, choose your own path-esque um, kind of story progression, which is like, I don't know, after looking into some of the differences, you know, between decisions and whatever, I kind of, I kind of question on overall the big, like, the big old, like, 
Um, like on the big picture wise, how effective, you know, my decision making on those games are. Which, to be fair, there is one decision that kind of, sort of, if it affects you as far as like aesthetics, like if. A minor spoiler for the games, but there's this one point where I won't mention names, but one villain is hacking into like um Wayne Manor and your gear is you know in danger of getting hacked into and then, you know Bruce or Batman's about to head to Wayne Enterprises. And then next thing you know, he gets a call from Alfred. And then another villain happens to be heading to there. About ready to like gun him down and shit. So then Bruce has a choice of like whether he goes to Wayne Manor and protect Alfred. Or, or go to Wayne Enterprises and stop the... Stop the villain from... I almost said his name, too. Stop the villain from, like, hacking into your stuff and, like, compromising everything. Now, obviously, if you go with uh, stopping the hacker, you know, your tech is fine, but Wayne Manor gets burnt down. Alfred still lives, but, yeah. It's like Wayne Manor gets burnt down, so it's like, ugh. And on the flip side, if you were to save Alfred from so-and-so, you know, Wayne Manor's fine and Alfred's safe, but your system gets compromised and then it causes you to have to turn off everything. So basically there's air silence. Not just between, like, you and Alfred, but, like, since Wayne Tech was a part of, you know... Because that's what they're using. They were using Wayne Tech. And since Bruce Wayne like donated a bunch of money to the GCPD. Including radio frequencies. You know all of a sudden it's like oh shit now they can hear us. And then it's like oh shit we gotta turn everything off. And the big. And the big um cause for effect. Or the aesthetically um. Different thing is that if you were to stop the hacker when you go into the final encounter with, you know, the main villain, you get to go in this really cool, like, highly advanced new Batman suit, which is, you know, little resemblance of, you know, Batman Arkham Knight. But if you were to do... Um, the other route of saving Alfred, which is what I did, um, you get, like, the basic, like, cape and cowl, you know, kind of like the, you know, I would say, like, the, when he first became Batman, he got super high techy. this was, like, you know, what he started out with, just a normal cape and cowl, and, you know, just the gadgets on his belts, and just don't get shot. And the thing is, it's like, if you go in, like, the regular cowl, it's not like, 
it's not like it's horribly it's not like there's some point in the story where it's like you get shot at and you know if you're wearing the other armor you know it wouldn't do anything but since you're wearing this normal cape and cowl all of a sudden it's like ooh, ow that actually hurt and now bruce is like in danger of dying or something like there's no added like suspense to you know you having to be in a normal cape and cowl you still go through like the same final boss fight that you have to go through all the same and it's not affected by the suit you're wearing like i said more aesthetically But like I said, I was going to play the second game because I, I want to see where it goes. And then, like I said, those games are very like, you have to read really quick. You have to really be quick on your feet. I'm like, well, well, if I say this, this is going to happen. If I say this, then that might happen. Like da, 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 da. Your mind has to be quick. And it being super early in the morning, I was like, my mind's not that quick to think like that. I want to play something I can just, you know, play mindlessly. And I'll let them do the thinking for me. At least for the most part. So automatically my brain goes to the Arkham games. So I was first thinking about, you know, Arkham Asylum or City. Especially since I got my 360 just sitting right there. And... I know there's the the return to return to Arkham like remasters, which they look okay, but there's there's a weird look to them. I mean, the environments look good, but as far as like character models and everything, they look weird, and I can't really tell. They look too like shiny and rubbery and shit, and I don't know. I just prefer to play it on the 360 anyway. Plus, I, I like the Xbox 360. I, I'll, I'll find an excuse to play a game on there, even if it's a game I've played a hundred times. But yeah, Asylum City. I was thinking about those first two games, because obviously those are the two biggest to do critically acclaimed games. I mean, to be fair, they're all pretty, um, they're all really good, and they did fair in critic ratings all together, but obviously the first two were the, they were the big, they were the smash hits. Asylum was, you know, a very much like, kind of like, uh, video game movies are very much, you know, a very rare occurrence. Um, superhero games. Maybe even more so. At least at the time. More rare to f- come across. Batman had a few good games. Or good games. Would be a nice way to put it. I played a couple. I played Batman Begins. On the GameCube. And... That was my Batman fix for consoles for a while. Oh, and then there was also another, like, Batman game based off of, like, the animated series. It's called, like, um, Batman Vengeance. And I don't think I ever finished that game. 
Because I got stuck on one part. I feel like it had to do with Mr. Freeze. Something like that. I just remember I liked the look of the game. But I think it was a little hard control at times. And it was weird. I get frustrated a lot. But then... But then Asylum came out. And then, you know... I think I remember looking at the game and thinking, like, that looks cool, but I kind of know the reputation of video game or superhero video games. I figured, whatever, we'll see. And then, holy shit, this thing was like, people were like, I don't think it will win, but there's a good chance this game could be nominated for Game of the Year. Like... Here, I'm moving you. Like, this game, I don't think it, I don't remember if it actually got nominated or anything, but people were like, this is a contender, honestly. Like, this game's really good. And it killed me, because I didn't really want to hear that, because I don't think at the time I had, I didn't have an Xbox... 360 or a PS3 or nothing like that. So that was kind of my excuse. I was one of the few excuses that I told myself to get an Xbox 360 in the first place. That and Halo Reach. And they end up both being really good. But I didn't get to play Asylum when I was... When, or when it was, um like... When it first came out. I think I got. Asylum and played it for the first time. Uh, it was already in the $20. Bin at the time. When I started playing it. City was either about to come out. Or it had already been out. And I played Asylum. Or I bought Asylum. But I didn't play for a little bit until I got sick. And then I was like, I'm kind of bedridden. And there's nothing I can really do. I guess, I don't know, I still haven't played Asylum yet. I can give that game a try. Maybe I'll like it. And then I'm, I'm playing it while sick. I'm like, how have I not played this yet? What am I doing to myself? What kind of life decisions have I made to make me miss out on this fucking game? It was so good. And it still is. And then City comes out. And it's better. Like, I love Asylum. But City just did everything that Asylum did. And just improved it. It's like almost... Almost all the problems that you had with um, Asylum, it's like, you know, I love the game, but, you know, this is kind of a problem. The boss fights aren't you know, really that great, and, you know, the, you know, combat could be refined a little bit. You know, I wish we could have done a little bit more detective work, I suppose. And, you know, it would be cool to have, like, side missions and, like, see more villains and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, you know, if they come out with a sequel, that's fine. Whatever. But, you know, 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. I'm just saying. But yeah. And then they up the ante with the story and, ugh. Oh, and more so when I played City for the first time, I was like, God damn. I love this fucking game. The only thing I did not love was the Riddler trophies, which in Asylum, I will say that is the one thing that the Asylum got done better was the Riddler trophies were actually obtainable, you know, to like someone like me. And... They weren't like that in City, I'll tell you what. Like, whenever... Whenever I play Asylum, you know, I do make my way to, you know, get some trophies. It's like, oh, I'm at this point in the game. I can grab this, 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 and this. And, you know, once I get that, you know, I can come back and do this and this. You know, it's in a way... You know, very... It's a very Metroidvania where, you know... They do put things there and then... You can see it, and then you can come back for it later when you have the right gadget. And it seemed fun to do in um, Asylum, but in City, it just felt like a chore. Not just a chore, but like a never-ending chore. It was a very long, very tedious, just like, can I be done? Can I go home now? This is I hate this. <laughs> This is stupid. And to this day, I've only fully completed Asylum or um, City once. Asylum, I've done it a few times. But City, who I've only done it once. And that was just... That was just so I could say I did it. I had already, by that time, already went on the internet and looked up the ending that you, you were supposed to get for beating the Riddler. It's like, alright, I've seen the ending. I don't need to get all the trophies. And then one point, I'm just like... Fuck it. I'm gonna go for it. And I did. And I remember being... It felt nice to get the... It felt nice to actually earn the ending. But I remember thinking to myself, like... It didn't feel so nice where I feel like... That made all my pain and suffering having to go through it. You know, worth it. But then again, who knows? Maybe. Maybe if I were to do it again today. <gasps> excuse me. Maybe if I were to do it again today, it would be, um. 
it would be not as much of a pain in the ass because when I was doing it at the time, I was doing a lot of it, you know, blindly, so I didn't know what to do. Maybe if I know a little bit more, like, oh, it's this puzzle. This one was a pain in the ass, and then I could, like I said, I would know how to do it now. Maybe, but, you know, I'm not willing to put all my, um, money in that glass. But like I said, I played both of these games a lot. And I have not given enough love to the two uh, following games, Origins or Night. And I remember when I played Origins for the first time. I actually didn't finish it before I stopped because I thought the game was already over. I don't know what possessed me to believe that the game was over. But at one point I thought I reached the ending. It's like, and I just had no motivation to go any further. Oh, excuse me. And, yeah, I had no motivation to go forward with it. I remember talking to my cousin Michael about it. He's like, yeah, I beat the game and I still haven't completed it yet. He's like, oh, so you went to the thingy in this place and whatever. And I'm like, what? And then in the back of my head, I'm like, I don't think I actually beat this game. <laughs> Whoops, I just assume I did. But then I gone back to it and... Shit, it's, it was just like a Batman Arkham game, like, I don't know what was up with me the first time I played it, but after I played it again, I was like, yeah, this feels very Batman, like, I feel like, you know, every time I start one of these games up, I'm like, you know what, I'm just gonna go to, like, the, I'm gonna do, like, the first part of the main story, maybe start a side mission or so, and then, like, Hours later, I'm still playing. You know, I started getting that with, um, with the Morgans. And then I get to Arkham Knight. And this was the game I ended up deciding to play because... Actually, there was one specific reason why I chose this game. So, again, I don't know if I mentioned this on a previous episode. But, one of the games I have, like my PS4, it's the Model 1 PS4. So, my my, my poor PS4 is old. It, it's been strong with me for years. And it's probably got a lot of dust collected in it that I need to... Probably open it up so I can blow it all the shit. So it like, depend on the game, it just fucking chugs. But it's also acted up a few times. It actually kind of gave me a bit of a scare. Where I thought it actually broke, but... I did a few things and I got it working again. But... It does this thing where... My games, it will save the achievements that I did because, you know, if it's in my account, then, you know, 
my account's going to save the achievements that I made because that's like in the cloud. It's in the atmosphere, so that's not going anywhere. But my save files would be gone. And I noticed this with Spider-Man PS4, like it still showed that, you know, trophy-wise, I still got everything. But all of my save files were gone. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, are you kidding me? And then at that moment, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. If I'm going to be... If I'm going to try to complete Spider-Man PS4 again, I'm going to wait for the... I'm just going to wait till I get a PS5 and then I can recomplete on on there. And I will. As soon as I fucking find one. But... Surely enough, when I was thinking about, you know, which Batman game to play, that was one of the first things I thought of when I thought about Arkham Knight, where it's like, because at first I was thinking, like, maybe I'll see how far I am on Arkham Knight, and, you know, maybe I'll try to chip away at it a little bit and try to work towards my completion. Because, like I said, I still want to complete Complete all the games. At least once. And again. This is kind of like. What city where I felt like. Okay it's a little unobtainable. To get all the trophies. And I just don't feel like it. So I'm just going to watch how it's supposed to end. And then call it good from there. And then. Slowly but surely. I'm like you know what. It just doesn't feel the same. It would feel so much better if I just did it myself. And then, surely enough, after I booted up the game and started playing it, I noticed that after I got past the main screen, all of the save files that I had are gone. Like I said, the trophies and everything that I've earned still there. But, any progression that I made, all of them save files, gone. Now, I feel like if it was any other day, I would have been like, you know what? Fuck this, I'm good. But, for some reason that day, I was like, I was almost a little... I think I was a little excited. Because, I, I don't know why, but there was something about that happening where it's like, it's kind of a good excuse to play this game again. So, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to bust it out and see. Like I said, with like all these games, I'm like, I'm going to bust out. See how much I could bust out. And. I'll start. You know I'll start me off. But you know I'll progress you know. Throughout a few weeks or so. Of me playing this game. <sighs> in a matter. Let's. So in two days. I almost fully completed this fucking game. And at this point. Let me see. 
Because I started on Tuesday, and it's Friday now. On Tuesday and Wednesday, well, especially, because Tuesday, you know, I played for a few hours, which I didn't mean to play for a few hours, but I was, like, really into it, so I'm like, I'm going to keep going, keep going, keep going. And then, um, on Wednesday... I don't know what happened, but I woke up, turned it on, played, then I would eat, and then I would play, and then I would eat, and then I played it, and then I almost, it's like, holy fuck, I'm almost done with this fucking game already, because I can't believe, like, I came into this game yesterday with nothing done, then, you know, I busted out in like a day and a half or so. And then I got, like, a lot of my side missions, you know, some of them were, like, 100%, but most of them were almost there. And then all the side mission DLC, those were done. It's just... It's like, I don't remember ever being, like, this glued to this game. Like, was this just the right time for me to play this fucking game? Because I don't feel like I was this, like, this invested in this game when it first came out. But for some reason, this time I started playing and it's like all day at work. Like, Tuesday or Wednesday when I was just off, it felt nice to just be off so I could just play the games all day. And then, Thursday and Friday, or Thursday and today, I should say, you know, I would be at work and then I'm just thinking to myself, I can't wait to get home and play this fucking game. Like, I literally can't wait till I can get home and play this fucking game. Um, at this point, I'm at the point in the game where... All I have to do left in order to fully complete this game is the Riddler trophies. So I'll see how excited I am tomorrow to do this game. Knowing that's all. That's what my mission is for the rest of the game. Maybe I'll wear some skins that will make the experience a little bit easier on me. But holy Oh no. Ow. But yeah, Arkham City... No, Arkham Knight. I... I'm generally... Or I'm genuinely surprised like how just... Obsessed I got with this game playing at this time. Because... The funny thing is, like, my order in these games, as far as, like, which games, the ranking for these games, it's generally the same, but it's almost like, yeah, but they're, like, super close together, so my, my, by me saying, like, one of these games is the best, and one of these games are the worst out of the 
four games here, it's like, you can't call it terrible or even, it's, they're still great games. It's just, you know, one is just specifically um, better than the other three. And one of the three, one of the four just happens to not be as good as the other three. But it's not like by much. They're all really fucking close. But I think I'll save, like, how I'll rank them for after I've done all the games. Again. I'm not sure if I'll go into fully completion for, like... Asylum or City, but I do want to try to go to Origins, and I really want to try to take a swing at completing that game again. Maybe this file will actually be saved, that way I can just, you know, chip away at that. Ugh. So you hear me talking about how much I just... Obsessed over this game. And you're wondering, well, what happens in this game? Well. So the story is, is that Scarecrow is back from Arkham Asylum. And without going into it, something happened to him in Arkham Asylum. And basically, it kind of like fucked with his head. And now he's got like a more, um, he's got a, it's kind of hard to explain. It's like, he's already kind of messed up in the head, but now he's got more of this like, um, mischievous? I know, he has it, for some reason he really has it out for Batman. Which, if you know about the events in Arkham Asylum, it doesn't make sense. Because... Batman wasn't really, um, it wasn't Batman's fault what happened to him in that game. If anything, it was one particular character that messed him up. You know, Batman just, was he mad at Batman for not saving him? I don't know. That's some petty shit if that's true. Petty, petty, petty. But then again, would I really put that against, um, the, not the Riddler, but, um, Scarecrow? No. So the Riddler... God damn, why do I keep saying the Riddler? Because I kept mentioning him. But Scarecrow, he keeps on... He threatens to put this new fear toxin that is like... Not only... Not only makes you like... Enhances the fear in your body, but it also... um. But it also makes you violent towards what you see. So basically they tried it on this dining shop and everyone just like fucking killed each other. And then he's threatening to do this throughout the whole city. Then the whole place is evacuated miraculously somehow, some way. Like I said, this is a great game. Not to say that it's perfect though. There was a lot of things you just go, huh? With. That is definitely one. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Because obviously Gotham City's supposed to be like New York City. That'd be them evacuating that city is the equivalent of like them actually evacuating fucking New York City, which is not gonna happen. Just not gonna happen. Especially not in the span of time that they had to evacuate everybody. It was just an excuse to keep, um... Just an excuse to keep, um... innocent civilians from getting fucked up in the game's environment. Which I'm, which is a little weird, but at the same time, it, this game just kind of get painted as like end of the world Z, so or kind of a, got them on the break of collapse. So it would make sense to have, you know, I guess. Am I trying to make excuses for this game? I feel like it because I'm trying to like. I feel like I'm stretching here, and I don't know how to stretch it. Anyways, bail. Bail! So yeah, um, Batman is, you know, being the Batman, he's gonna stop him. And on the, and on the way, he's gonna run into other villains who might be tied with him. Not really. That's another thing that's kind of a complaint, is that, you know... Seems like the main mission's kind of, like, got its own thing going. While, like, all the other side missions are kind of, like, separate from each other. And the way that Arkham City worked, you know, they kind of found a clever way of, like, having the main story. And, you know, other side stories kind of, like, you know, branching off from the same tree in a way. Which I guess you can argue that with this too, because, you know, the reason that, you know, everyone's off doing their own thing is a cause of effect from, you know, Scarecrow, you know, scaring everyone out of the city, so. I guess I get, I guess that's fine, but, you know, everyone's so far away from that branch, everyone's branched off so far, it's just kind of like, I don't know, it's weird. It's hard to wait, it's hard for me to put into words, but, yeah, I think it's weird. Um, but the, but the Rose Gallery is really good in this. Like, you got your Toothface, you got your Toothface, you got Penguin, you got, um, 
Let me see. I'm trying to trying to decide what villains I want to talk about because some of them are secret. Of course, you have your scarecrows, your Riddler. Uh, hmm. Whatever. Fuck it. I'll let you guys know. You also have like freaking Deathstroke in here. You have Deacon Blackfire. You have the Mad Hatter again. Mr. Freeze comes back. Killer Croc. He's got this fucking crazy ass fucking story that actually makes you sympathize towards him. Um, Rachel Gould makes a short appearance. I mean, all the downloaded side missions for this game. They're all pretty short and sweet, but, you know, some of them are really good, especially Killer Crocs. I think I have the four, because it's, um, Mad Hatter, Killer Croc, Mr. Freeze, and, um, Raish. They get their side stories, and they were put in later, and I think, I think as far as, like, you know, the missions themselves leading up to the finale... I think Mad Hatter's was my favorite, but I think that the conclusion that my was my favorite was um, Killer Crocs. Even though in Mr. Freeze's, you know, you do get to drive in the Batmobile through like a friggin' blizzard, so that was kind of that was kind of neat. Even though you do have to just fight a bunch of militia soldiers again and a bunch of fucking battle tanks and shit it's like oh was, oh this is so different you know you have to fight the same old fucking goons again just in snow but those ice effects looked super good i fucking love the ice how it looked in that game or in this game i should say the games oh and then Mad Hatters, you know, when you get like, when the illusion of you guys being in a book, you know, there's this like this celsiated look that you start off with and so much of me was like, they need to make a fucking game that looks like this. It'd be cool if they made a Batman game that looked just like that style of game. Like throughout the whole thing, that would have been, that would have been dope. That would so dope. And, I don't know, oh, and Man Bat's in this, but you got all of these villains, and admittedly speaking, when you encounter them, it's a bit, more often times than not, they're very anticlimactic, like, one of the one of the villains from Arkham City they got teased. Um, Hush, he was being teased to be a big deal in the games. He's got a one. He's got a one thing mission, and it's like done and done real quick. And I was like, oh, that's disappointing. Deacon Blackfire, that's a one one time mission. You know, you just visit him once, and then he's you say. What is it, Jack Ryder from him? And then after you save him and beat everybody up, he's done. Um, Firefly's also in this. I forgot about that. But, you know, you chase him in the car three times. You don't even get, like, an epic 
boss battle like you do in Origins. You know, you just hit him three times and he's done. In the man bat, it's kind of the same way where, you know, man bat doesn't even actively try to attack you. If anything, he's acting more like an animal who's just kind of like flying around doing his own thing, kind of like scaring people. And then Batman's just going around just trying to give him like, like the antidote so he can cure him so he can go back to his normal way. And although he does have a very tragic story in this game, and they do like weigh in on that tragedy, you know, it was pretty uneventful. And, um, none, none more so than, um, Deathstroke. That guy got fucked over with. Actually, I don't know if anyone got like a really good boss fight in this. Like I said, Killer Croc got one, and he was one of the highlights. Um, the Arkham Knight, who's an original character that you'll probably never guess his real identity in a million years, especially if you follow the comics in a certain movie, you listen to this guy talk, I guarantee you'll never guess who this fucking guy is. Almost guarantee. Kind of, maybe... You might be able to guess. And. You have a boss fight with him. And. That's pretty cool. Because it revolves with you trying to. You have a few boss fights with him actually. You got one with him in the tank. And that one. I don't know, that one's a bit of a pain in the ass, because it's kind of down the line of a bunch of tank battles, which I'll get into. And then there's another one that's pretty fun, where he's got like this freaking, I don't know what you call it, but it's like this freaking mine hole digger, or some shit like that. And he's basically trying to mow, mow you down and, you know, grind you in the freaking dust, down in these mines, and then you're basically... Having him run into explosives to blow his vehicle up. And then the last one is, you know, you try to sneak up on him while he's trying to, like, snipe you and kill you. And that one's... That one's alright. I think Killer Croc is, like, the best boss fight in this... And I'm trying to say how much I really like this game, but I think this game might have done worse as far as boss battles go than Arkham Asylum, which was probably one of its weaker points. Like, you had your Bane boss battle, which was kind of the blueprint for any Titan that you would fight in those games. You had... Poison Ivy, which was, it was a little bit better than that. Then you had the last fight with Joker at the end, and we'll talk about him in a second. Which was basically the same thing. Um, Killer Crocs was really cool, even though you don't necessarily fight him hand to hand. But, you know, his mission, boss battle so to say, was really fun and different. Um, Scarecrows is definitely a highlight, even though 
kind of like um, Killer Croc, you don't like fisticuffs with him, because admittedly speaking, if Batman and Scarecrow were the fisticuffs, it would be a really short fight. It's more of the psychological with um, with him, so that was really cool. But, um, is there any more boss blobs besides that? I don't think there are. I think that's about it. Yeah, at least that's all I can think of. And then City, and then City did better. Um, Origins did better. I might even. Hmm, I can I'm not sure if I could say that though. I think Origins had more boss battles that were really good, but I think City still tops it with the best boss battles in the series because it's. It's really hard to top Mr. Freeze. And then you also had like Solomon Grundy. I'll get to that later. But Arkham Knight. Boss battles isn't this game's fucking concern. I tell you what. It looks like I'm going to have a bit of a boss battle with um the Riddler once I get all the trophies. So I wonder how that will go out. You don't even fight um, the Scarecrow in a boss battle. Like, there's no final boss battle in this game. Um, which is crazy to me, because each of the games had a fun... I mean, I get why, because it's more of like, you know, the psychological... For this game, you know. And like I said, if we try to do the whole... If we try to do the whole... Like, Fist of Cubs with him and Scarecrow, it would be a short game. That would have been such a cool, like, callback to... Asylum, to, like, have that kind of gameplay for the final boss or something. Like, I don't know... It's not like I super needed it, but... I don't know. A good boss battle is good for the monotony. Or to break up the monotony of... You know, the normal gameplay in video games. And, um... Yeah, besides Killer Croc, they didn't really give you... That a whole lot. You did fight a lot of minions. A lot of minions. A lot of tank battles. That's where most of your boss battles come from is tank battles. And one of the biggest problems as far as like, you know, a fan's outlook. And I'm not going to lie, especially mine at first, when I first played it. And even a little bit more so towards now is that from Arkham Asylum, everyone's wanted... To drive the Batmobile. And I think in City they wanted to introduce the Batmobile. But the hardware wasn't strong enough to, you know, have you drive it. But, of course, you know, as, uh, as soon as Night came out, that was one of the things they promoted. It's like, oh, we got stronger hardware. You know what that means? You got a Batmobile. And not just any Batmobile, it's like a fucking tank Batmobile. This was also around the time, you know, like, 
the Dark Knight trilogy was still fresh in people's minds, so, you know, the Tumblr, or something that looked resembling to that, fucking know it. Get you a fucking tank, Batman. Sorry, I was yawning. And... Yeah, I hope... I hope you don't mind the tank, because... You and the tank are gonna... The Batmobile. It's a tank, though. But y'all are gonna either... Get along with each other, or you're just gonna hate a big portion of this game. Because the tank mobile gets such a big role in this. It's of course used for like, you know, certain racing parts which are fun. Especially when you go against the Riddler, they find cool and fun ways to make that happen. Um there's fucking what? You know, you there's little combat things where you gotta shoot other tanks. And they also somehow found a way to create stealth missions with the Batmobile. Which is like, oh, okay, you know. I guess. I mean, they were good. They got really creative with the Batmobile, so I give them credit. But it's like, for a lot of people, especially me when I first start, when the game first came out, it's like, I didn't sign up for this much Batmobile, hot damn. But that was kind of something that, you know, going to this game again, it's like, uh, you know what, I gotta go into this with a different frame of mind. And I think that really helped me, you know, enjoy this game more. It's called Keeping Your um, Expectations in Check, People. So, um, learn it. And that's probably why when I played... Asylum, no, when I played um, Origins and City, I didn't enjoy it as much then than I would now. Because, you know, my expectations aren't there anymore. So when I play them again, it's like, oh wait, these games are actually really fucking good. What the fuck's wrong with me? And admittedly, one thing besides the tank battles that a lot of people are really frustrated with these games with is the fact that I'm gonna say Jared Leto but the Joker is back in this game now this is a very big spoiler for anyone that hasn't played any of the games so in Arkham City in a very crazy twist in events the Joker dies at the end of the game so Going into the next game, it's like, I wonder what a Batman game without the Joker is going to be like. That's weird. But before we got Night, we end up having Origins, so... It's like, okay. That's fine. Or... We end up having Origins and, you know, it looked like the main villain was going to be like... It looked like it was going to be, um, 
I want to call Black Mask like the main villain, but he was like the guy, the puppet master behind it all. You know, he hires all these assassins to kill you, and you know, it's like whoever kills him gets. I forget, like, it's like 50 or 100 million dollars for killing you. I don't remember what it was, but it was a cool concept. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's a cool way to get, you know, very B, maybe even Z list villains. You know, get some recognition. And it looked like the Joker was in it, but he wasn't, like, the main villain. And then, then he ended up being the main villain, which has to do with the overall story with Batman and the Joker, which is fine, but I don't know. I think I would have preferred Joker as more of a supporting character than a surprise main antagonist in this story. I don't know, I just remember when that old twist came about in Origins, I was like, Ugh, Joker, I love you, but I want to see other villains in the spotlight, baby. Like, come on. Whatever. And then, um, we get to this game. And then, the first thing you start with, you know, is you burn up the Joker's dead bodies kind of like kind of showing the player like oh yeah by the way joker's dead so don't expect him in this game but then they but then they slide in this little plot you know how joker kind of been playing his blood in batman it somehow is like you know now a little bit of the joker's gene pool is inside of batman and you know he's in fears of turning into the Joker. So he gets when he gets hit with Scarecrow's fear toxin, it kinda like makes the Joker appear in his head and you know, throughout the game he like mentally tortures you. I mean he's still dead, but you know, like I said, it's more of a psychologicals. Which is just kinda how this game works. Which is fine. I don't hate it, but it's like. I don't know. Maybe I do hate it. Maybe I do, and I just don't know how to win. Oh. Oh, okay. 
Like, yeah, I'm losing myself over here. I'm getting too tired too quick. Holy shit. Alright. I know I've been pretty negative Nancy at this game. But there are actually really cool things about this game. Which I kind of wanted to get the negative parts out of the way. Then I'm going to say some positives. I'm going to be positive right now. Alright, so you better listen. Um, side missions. Some of them are going to be really annoying due to just like repetition and everything because you'll fight a bunch of militia people which are like the goons in this game a lot you will have to fight a lot of them and you're going to do a lot of tank battles and there are some tank battles especially in this one location where it's just like a fucking pain in the ass and you just want to tear your hair out and just bash your head through a fucking wall but, for everyone that, you know, that kind of annoys you, there are like two or three side missions that are actually really fun. Like, for all, for all the times that I, you know, talk about, like, the anticlimactic side stories and how they end and they don't end with, like, a boss battle or anything... I mean, I can't say that I didn't like engaging with these people. Like, it is cool to like engage with the penguin, the two faces, and you can really tell that the people behind these games really do care about the characters. Because even though this is their own, like, depiction of them, and they obviously have their own liberties with them, like, what they do, it's like, if you're familiar with these characters, it's like, it doesn't matter what spin they put on them, they, like, in their core, this is the character, and they're like, ah, they're beautiful. And one of the cool things about this is that when you catch them, um, one of the locations in the game is the GCPD, which you'll go to a lot. And when you first go in there, there's a little chart of saying like, you know, the hell is that noise? Anyways, like how many people you could pack in there. And then they'll maybe say like one or 2% is packed. And then it will say... Maybe you got like three people, but you can fit like 97 people here. And then maximum security, um, you can fit up to 11. And if you don't, maximum security is like the big, like the big heavy hitters. Like, this is where you put your toothpaste, your penguin, your deathstroke, your fucking Professor Pig, which is... His side missions are very fun. Um, 
Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. And what I like, too, is that, like, you know, Professor Pig, um, Peng, no, Professor Pig, um, Toothface, and the Mad Hatter, they each have side missions that require you to listen in order to find, like, with Professor Pig, you have to find these dead bodies, and the way you find these dead bodies is by listening to, uh, keeping an ear out for opera music going on. When you hear opera music, you know, the closer you get to it, the louder the music gets. And the louder the music is, the closer you are to the body, which is cool. Matt Hattery's captured cops. So if you hear sirens, then you know you're near a cop. So that's cool. And then with um, Toothface, his big thing is um, banks. So. If you can hear a bank alarm going off, then it's like you're you're near one of his missions. And then um, Fireflies is also really cool, too. Because, you know, if you're, like, soaring through the city and then you just see one of these buildings with, like, smoke coming off of it. It's like, oh, shit, that's where his missions are. And then there's a few... There's quite a few missions where you have to fight, like, a group of people. And if you go in, like... Especially when you're in the beginning of the game. If you go in, like, detective mode. And you just start looking for, like, groups of people. Most likely you're going to find the side mission for them. This is... a. This almost feels like the Majora's Mask of the Batman series where it's like... But then again, Majora's Mask had actually pretty good boss fights in it. But, it's like this is very, um... This is very side mission heavy. And, oh, one of my favorite side missions to do, especially when you get your capes upgrades is hunting down drones in the city sky because you just soar above them and then you land on them and then boom done oh and then I'll get the obvious ones out of the way like as far as positives obviously the voice acting is really good you're following we're also following up with, um, you know, people from the Breaking Bad, um, voicing Commissioner Gordon, because Commissioner Gordon's actually voiced by that fucking, that bald-headed old guy from Breaking Bad. I can't remember his fucking name, but I can see his face. But he does the voice of commission in his game. He does pretty good. Um, you got like... I don't know. It's just... It's such an expansive cast. And it's so fun to see them like engage with each other. The way Batman and Nightwing talk with each other. 
of Batman and Robin, which is Tim Drake in this game. When they engage, it's like... Half of the fun of these games is just like watching these people interact with each other. Which is just... Just to show you just how... How great the Batman universe is. You know, you have all these characters that got so much character and got expanded. I mean, of course they would all have great character and depth by now. Batman's almost been around for a hundred years. Oh my god, that's crazy. So yeah, I would hope by now Batman would be interesting enough. I would hope. Then, um, oh, I was going to mention this about the GCPD. One of the cool things is that in the maximum security cell, it's just this big old box where you put like, you know, the biggest baddies of the bad. So you catch your penguins, your toothpaste, um, feather pig, firefly. They all get put in this box together. Which is really cool to see after you start, like, capturing, you know, a bunch of these. Like, when you do all these side missions of fighting militia and just fighting Guten on the street and all that. And then, you know, all the cells that, you know, you started going to, they were, like, all empty when the night began. But as you keep going through the story, you keep doing side missions and all that. And those cells just start packing and packing. It's like, damn, that's crazy. And then it's just so cool to see, like, all these, like, almost iconic and larger-than-life villains, like, all sitting in one cell because the Batman, like, one-upped them. Alright, I better get to the conclusion because I'm getting really tired and I'm starting to lose myself. And I'm going to record a much longer podcast because I'm just going to drop my phone at one point and I'm just going to pass out. And it's going to be like, what am I at, 70 minutes? 70 minutes of podcast and then like, shit, 120 more, no, 220 more minutes of just nothing and snoring occasionally. So... That's neat. But anyways. In conclusion. This. Although with flaws. And. Depending on how you feel on those flaws. Maybe they won't be flaws for you. Maybe some people really like the Batmobile. Which. I will say. That I did have a lot of enjoyment with the Batmobile. More this time than I did previous times. So I think I'm starting to line up on the Batmobile now. So that's kind of cool. And then... I'm not going to... I don't think there's ever been anything in this game that upright... Like, pissed me off. I mean, there are some bullshit things that I still get infuriated over. Especially when the militia... Um, groups, some of them are, like, really ridiculous, and I get, you know, want to tear my hair out. But, 
you know, all these things that, you know, maybe that used to irritate me a lot. Now, now these days it's just kind of like, eh, it's not that bad. kind of like it actually. I mean, I can see why I hated it before, but now I'm looking at it like this. So, the voice acting's great, the game looks great. Gameplay's really fun. The freaking stealth and the combat that these games were known for is, like, at its peak in these games. Like, there's so many different ways that you can take people down. And there's so many new fighting things. But, of course, since you got a lot more fighting options, you also have a lot more, like, goons, the different types of goons you gotta face. So, you know... That could get annoying too, but, you know, you'll get better eventually. That's why you build up difficulty. And, oh, and this game doesn't have a fucking, you can't like run and slide into shit anymore. And I don't know why, that's like the most annoying shit to me. That's like the thing I miss the most, I guess. I don't know why. I didn't know why. It was just convenient to have. I don't know. I guess it was probably just too silly. I don't know. I just want to run and slide into vents. Is that so hard to ask? But. Hmm. If I were to rate this game. I would say I would rate this game a solid, maybe not a solid, but I want to say a 4 out of 5 stars for this game. Like I said, like, I'd say that all of these games are very close together as far as, like, quality. Like, I'm going to tell you right now, none of these games are going to be under four stars at least. Especially two of them. But Origins is definitely not under a four. Well, there's going to be a four and a half or a five or whatever I end up deciding. No, it's not going to be under four. I'm telling you that right now. Origins is not going to be under four. And Asylum and City are definitely not going to be under four. But yeah, I feel pretty solid about calling this a number a four out of five stars. And who knows? Maybe the next time I play it, maybe I'll boost that up to another half a star. Maybe I'll see it in a different way then and grow more appreciation for this game again. Who knows? Maybe we'll see. But anyways... Uh, that being said, I'm talking tired, and I gotta work in the morning, so that being said, thank you everybody listening to me tirelessly try to ramble through this, but I just really wanted to talk about this game, and how much fun I'm having with it, and moving forward with it, but tomorrow might be when I go back to the Batman Whatever. Um, stay safe. Peace. And most importantly, Joel.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 